0: Hey kids, can you guess what time it is? Movie time. Time to eat. I see a Bible. And a donut.
1: Yay! Devotions!
0: That's right. Let's learn about God and spend some time in His Word. Welcome, kids, to Donuts and Devos, where God sprinkles His love on us and feeds our faith.
1: Jesus will lead us and teach us, He will lead us to peace. We are the children that He loves. Jesus like you your words are true so we don't have to lead us to peace we don't have
0: Hi there, and welcome back to Donuts and Devos, where we get connected to Jesus through God's Word. I'm Mary Faith, and with me are my amazing friends and helpers. Hi. And Pastor Glaze and Miss Baker, who help us each week as we spend some time together learning about God and what happened in the Bible. Hi. Hi. What a story we have today. It's a huge showdown between Pharaoh and the Lord.
1: Uh Uh-oh. I don't think it's going to turn out for fail.
0: I really don't think so either. Once again, his heart is hardened, and he wants to bring the Israelites back to Egypt, back into slavery. But who is mightier? God! Who is more powerful? God! You are correct. So let's pray and then see how the Lord once again demonstrates his sovereign power over Pharaoh. I'll We are picking up right where we left off last time in Exodus chapter 14, verses 10 through 31. Pharaoh is pursuing the Israelites and everyone who left Egypt to bring them back into slavery. Let's see how the Lord protects his people. When Pharaoh drew near, the people of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians were marching after them, and they feared greatly. And the people of Israel cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Moses, Is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us in bringing us out of Egypt? Is not this what we said to you in Egypt? Leave us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. The Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. Lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the people of Israel may go through the sea on dry ground. And I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they shall go in after them. And I will get glory over Pharaoh and all his host, his chariots and his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gotten glory over Pharaoh, his chariots and his horsemen. Then the angel of God who was going before the host of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from before them and stood behind them, coming between the host of Egypt and the host of Israel. And there was the cloud and the darkness, and it lit up the night without one coming near the other all night. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went in after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And in the morning watched the Lord in the pillar of fire and of the cloud looked down on the Egyptian forces and threw the Egyptian forces into a panic, clogging their chariot wheels so that they drove heavily. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from before Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand over the sea that the water may come back upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots and upon their horsemen. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians, so the people feared the Lord, and they believed in the Lord and in his servant, Moses. can you even begin to imagine what this night must have been like for the Israelites?
2: First, they see the large armies of Pharaoh coming towards them with a large body of water the Red sea. behind them.
0: They were trapped. There's nowhere to go. It sure seemed that way, didn't it? And they
2: were terrified. They cried out to God and seemed to get angry with Moses. We told you this was going to happen, Moses. Why didn't you just leave us in Egypt? They cried out. Why would you bring us out here to die? They didn't see any way out of their situation.
0: They didn't know what God had planned for them. All they saw was either the life of slavery back in Egypt that awaited them or death in the wilderness.
2: But what does Moses tell the people? Who is going to fight for them? God! God is. And what do the people of Israel have to do?
0: Stay silent. They didn't have to do anything but be quiet and follow the instructions of the Lord. (laughs) Incredible.
2: I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but, you know, be quiet and follow the instructions. That's what they had to do. That's what they had to do. And God told them to. The angel that was leading them and the pillar of cloud moved to create a barrier between the Egyptian army and the Israelites. And... Per the Lord's command, Moses lifted up his staff. The staff has sure done some cool things by the power of God. It sure has. And he stretched his hand over the sea. And the Lord split the water to give the people dry land to walk over.
0: Wow, that would have been so cool to see. It really would have been. The people were able to cross over in safety to the
2: other side while the Lord protected them with his unmatched power. And what did the Egyptians do? They chased after the Israelites. All of Pharaoh's horses and chariots and horsemen went into the sea, and they couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. <sighs> oh, wrong one. Anyway, I just got on a roll Children's nursery, Bible story. Uh, got it. Okay, Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and horsemen went into the sea, and it wasn't until God slowed them down by having their wheels get stuck in the ground that they finally realized that they were facing God. He was fighting for Israel. Because the people of Israel walked over on dry ground. And all of a sudden, it's wet again. And God won! Absolutely, of course, God won.
0: The waters came crashing down on Pharaoh's army and wiped them out.
2: They were defeated. God saved his people. He showed them his salvation while they stood by and watched. Israel was powerless to save themselves. They, they faced certain slavery or death at the hands of the Egyptian army. But salvation didn't come to them by anything they did. Only God had the power to save them. Just like us. Exactly. We can do nothing to save ourselves or earn our salvation. It's a gift from God, offered freely to us through the death and resurrection of his son.
1: Jesus!
2: Jesus it is. We, like the Israelites, were slaves. Slaves to sin and facing certain death. But we are saved through the gift of God. Salvation. Paul even references the crossing of the Red Sea in his first letter to the Corinthians. In chapter 10, verses 1 and 2, he begins by saying, "...for I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, for all passed through the sea." And all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea.
0: Another very cool cross-reference in the Bible. Yeah,
2: there are lots of cross-references in the Bible. With we them. like
0: to point them out on Donuts and Divas, don't we? We do.
2: There's lots of them, especially with the Red Sea and what that means for us and what that means even for Christians now and the water. I mean, the water is a big part of it. It is. And then in Exodus chapter 15, the following chapter, Moses and the people of Israel sing a song of praise and worship to God.
0: The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. This is my God, and I will praise him, my Father's God, and I will
2: exalt him. Words that we too can sing in praise to our God, who is our salvation, through Jesus his Son.
0: Let's pray. Dear heavenly Father,
1: Dear heavenly Father,
0: you protected your people.
1: You protected your people
0: and became their salvation.
1: And became their salvation.
0: Thank you for saving us.
1: Thank you for saving us
0: and giving us
1: and giving us
0: the gift of salvation.
1: The gift of salvation
0: through your son Jesus.
1: Through your son Jesus.
0: In his name we pray.
1: In his name we pray.
0: Amen. Have you ever felt like you were in danger before? Yeah. When?
1: Um. When a time that we were in a car accident.
0: How did you feel?
1: Scared.
0: Scared. I bet that was pretty terrifying. And so can you imagine how the Israelites felt as they stared at this large army coming at them? Kind of like when a car comes at you in a car accident, right? Yeah. Yeah. They had nowhere to go, nowhere to run or hide. They thought for sure they were going to become slaves again, or worse, die. They had no power at all to change what was about to happen. But little did they know that someone was in control of everything. God! God was in control. He had a plan, and he was going to save them. He made an impossible situation miraculously turn out in the favor of his people, and they were saved. You know, in our life, we often might feel like we have no control at all over what's happening to us. Sometimes we are scared or we're in trouble and it feels like we're left all alone, not knowing what to do. But we're not alone. No, we aren't. Someone is in control of our life always. Who is that? God. God. And God tells us to call upon him in the day of trouble and he will deliver us and we shall glorify him. Now, doesn't that sound like someone who's in control? Yes,
1: Yes. that's our faith word of the day, isn't it?
0: You got it, the word control. So all of you remember, when life seems hopeless and spinning out of control, call on God and he will be there with his great power and love. What a mighty and powerful God we have that defeated the Egyptians and saved his people.
1: Man, that was so cool. A sea parting like that and then boom, crashing over the bad
0: (laughs) guy. God definitely gave Egypt plenty of warnings and they did not listen, did they?
1: Nope. Pharaoh's heart was hardened.
0: What a great lesson we can learn from our story though today. The Israelites were in a seemingly hopeless situation with no good outcome in sight. That God was in control, and what happened?
1: Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore.
0: That's right. And it's our memory verse for today, Exodus 14, verse 30. So let's put it to music with Miss Baker.
3: Together. That's the law.
0: The Lord did save Israel, and He has saved us too. Thanks be to God. And that finishes up our devotion for this week. If you've just started listening to our podcast, you can go ahead and check out our previous devotions either on our website, DonutsAndDevos.com, or on your favorite podcasting app. You can also follow us on social media. We have a private Facebook group called Donuts and Devos, a podcast for kids. This is a really fun place for us to come together as our Donuts and Devos community. I like to share some pictures that are going on in our life and also some resources and graphics that I make in connection to our devotions here on the podcast. We're also on Instagram, and we'd love to feature your child's artwork. We have featured a few kids in the past who send us a picture of their completed coloring page designed by the talented Jamie Truey over at Pure Joy Creative. She makes these coloring pages unique every single week, and they really wouldn't be the same without her. So if your kids like to color those pages, just snap a quick picture next time they are and send it to me either on Facebook or Instagram. If you liked our devotion today or any other devotion in the past, we would love it if you could just share Donuts and Devos with your friends and family. That is the biggest way you can support us. You can also support us over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Donuts and Devos. Give a donation, and all the donations that we do collect from the show will go back into the podcast to help support future content. I truly do hope you do enjoy our devotions. I am Mary Faith, and you've been listening to Donuts and Devos, where we connect kids to Christ and fill them with joy and Jesus' peace. Bye, kids. See you next time.
1: With donuts and devos, with donuts and devos, lead us to...